All right, so I read something that really resonated and stuck with me. It's, well, there's two paragraphs out of a four-paragraph you know, entry. But this is, this is what it says. Most people are delusional and live in a fantasy world without any anxiety or fears of the harsh realities. But many people experience great depression because this life is so cruel. It's all around us. Look at the children who are raped and sold into slavery. Now, let me actually pull that up so I can look at it as I talk. There's two ways to kind of look at this because it's just the truth. <laughs> what this person is saying is true, right? It's the what I refer to as Twinkie Dinky kind of philosophy. Like, oh, everything's great and fine. And everything is great and fine in the context of the first world, in the context of Canada, in the context of, you know, the, in, <laughs> what we would like to think the U.S. is conceptually in the context of the UK you know in the context of five eyes you want to see if you want to say it like that but um you know we we live in this like la la land and we only get glimpses of some people only get glimpses of the harsh realities on Twitter hence why whenever something happens on there whenever there's a news report that breaks people kind of gravitate around they're like oh my god these atrocities are happening in the world yes they do they've been happening in the world forever and without sounding too much like a like a cynical pessimist they will continue to happen forever the question becomes how do we as individuals help like this is like yesterday this is somewhat of a tangent yesterday i go to mcdonald's yes to go buy coffee and I get my coffee and I and I'm carrying my coffee over to a table to peel off the the um the sticker. I can add it to the card. So I can get my free coffee today. And this dude walks up to me. And he's like, You got change for a coffee? And I'm like, nah, because I was using Apple Pay. And he's like, Can you buy me something? And I said, no. Now, I said no because, you know, it's, this, it's, it's sort of like you keep, if you keep entertaining certain things, you know, you're going to have a lineup of people every day asking you for change or a meal. Now, I'm not saying that that would happen for sure. This is a McDonald's where a lot of people tend to hang out. Um, and a lot of people tend to beg. So once you get that, once some, once people see that, it's called spatial awareness, right? Once people see something like that, they then come to ask you, you know, hey, can you, why, you know, why didn't you get me something? You got him something, why not me? And on and on it goes. Now, as I'm, as I'm taking off the sticker and as this guy walks away, he does he does, says the same shit to somebody who's ordering at the the um it's not self-checkout, but the thing where you order, the the, the self-ordering device. You know what I mean? So I'm listening. He asks for the change, no change. Ask for the meal, yes. I'll give you a meal. Okay. 
And in some of these cases, too, people get feel like they're backed into corners, right? Like they're back, like the guy's like all in this, all in this guy's space. The guy's like at the at the thing pressing the buttons. He's literally right. The 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 guy asking for food or money or whatever is right beside him, and it's kind of like you're in this guy's space. This guy probably feels uncomfortable, or he's just a nice guy and he's gonna buy you food. And then the conversation goes towards like you can tell like the guy's making demands on like. I want a muffin. I also want this. And I want that. And I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm not entertaining this kind of, this form of, of begging. Like, what do they say? Beggars can't be choosers. It's a cynical way to look at it. Especially given the fact that I've been there. But I think those of us that have been there can always see the two sides a little bit better than those who've never seen either side. No, I'm not going to get you a meal. And I'm definitely not giving you change. Because I know it's gonna happen. But I've also been there. And I also know that I'm glad nobody ever bought me a fucking beer at McDonald's. Especially when, and I think I've said this before on this rantcast, there are free meals every single day. Well, didn't, didn't I say something about like if you really if you really wanted to, you could have some like six meals a day or something for free? So Yes, I've been there. Yes, I understand that you want change for money, for food. Not that the change anybody's going to give you is going to amount to anything, but yes, you want change. Yes, you want food. You don't need to be up in there asking people like that. And then, so this McDonald's is out, it's like a, a, like a traditional outside McDonald's. So then I walk into the mall, which is right across the parking lot, into the mall, and I go upstairs, and I'm sitting on a table. Uh, I forgot what I was doing. And then the same guy walks up <laughs> and asks me. He didn't even remember that he asked me. I'm like, sorry, bro. And I'm like, what? You guy already ate, you already ate your muffin and whatever the fuck you, you, know, you were asking for? Like, this is the kind of thing where... where... the rock bottom is the rock bottom, right? The rock bottom is where you're gonna learn exactly who you are. The rock bottom is where you're gonna learn what the real necessities are. Like you don't need a muffin from McDonald's. You just need to get to the to one of the free meals of the churches, you know, or wherever, or the shelters. I mean, you don't want to go there because there's beef. Because that happens too. People have beef. It's like beef carries over from different shelters. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like, the shelter six blocks away, somebody will be beefing with somebody there. That person will come ha- come hang out at this shelter, and then the beef carries over, and then we'll go to the other shelter. And it's kind of like, okay, I get it. You don't want to be in the vortex of, of um, beef in the shelters. But what you're doing is... How can I say this? I was thinking about this a lot lately, like drinking in public. You project an image that is off-putting and someone out of the goodness of their heart wants to help and then you're like making demands like you know what I mean like it's just it's just so it just looks it looks away you know what I mean so this and I know I've totally gone off topic here but the delusional fantasies about the world without any anxiety or fears of the harsh realities and then p- many people experience great depression because life is so cruel. 
even in a first world context. But we are in the first world where we, we have more opportunities than, than others. We should be using these opportunities to our advantage. You know, it's 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 hard because it's hard to tell somebody who's living in their apartment in the first world who hasn't left their bed in a week. Hey, there's things, you know, like somebody asked me the other day, like, it was an in-depth conversation about life and they kind of asked me, what did I have to be depressed about? And in my head, I'm like, I'm not replaying the past six years or seven years to you. When I when you know, all that's gonna do is 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 dig up feelings, thoughts, emotions, anger that I don't want to deal with. You know what I mean? And then they they and then they go off into their story of depression and so on. And I'm kind of like, and then and then they themselves say it's like a dark cloud, and I'm like, that's the best way to describe it. If for the longest time in your life, and I'm talking about four or five, yes, I can remember that far back. There's always this 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 dark kind of a cloud. It doesn't matter how what the happy home that your parents tried to give you, or you know, the quote unquote respectable family, or you know, whatever extracurricular activity, whatever, all of those cliche things that are supposed to dissuade people from going down a certain path. There's that dark cloud, and you don't know how to get rid of it, and you ignore it, and then as time goes on, you self-medicate, and then time goes on, then as an adult, you're trying to deal with it, but not, not only are you dealing with that, you're dealing with the other realities of adulthood. Rent, career, maybe not career, forget the career, rent, job, relationship, some form of entertainment trying to socialize trying to make new friends like all of these things on top of trying to be medically um trying to be mentally healthy i'm gonna extend the recording (laughs) hold up all right so you're now trying to deal with adulthood And then you, you think to yourself, okay, plenty of people go their whole lives and they don't get the help that they need. I don't know if I really want to go down this road in this rant, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, like, really, I think I went too far off on a tangent and now I'm, like, trying to get back onto the original point. I guess the point is, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, the delusions of, of, of happy land you know the delusions of even when sorry even when you when an article comes out about like like homeless people in the city or you know prostitution in the city or you know fentanyl problems or like you know fentanyl overdoses and people are like oh my god and I'm like what do you not like where do you live maybe you live in the suburbs maybe you live in fucking orleans or canada or something how do you not know this is happening this has been a new a heavily you know you know heavily spoken about news article for what two years now 
and it's only getting worse. I don't know. I don't know. Then there's those who, despite the you know positive, let's say, let's say, let's say, despite the positive things around them, there's that cloud, right? It becomes a matter of being. I think I, the, the way I would put it is, they become sensitive to the suffering, right? So they become sensitive to the suffering of others, and, and others, including that guy at McDonald's, who will ask you for change or to buy him food. And then once you get ripped off once or twice, or you realize that they ain't using the money for what they say they want to use it for, you then start to become a little bit more like, all right. <laughs> I'm not dealing with, I'm not handing this person money. And I think many people have that experience and that's how it goes. But And I think I, I already felt like, in that instance, I already felt like, well, I'm already, my whole career is, is, well, my whole job for a certain amount of time on and off has been to help you avoid having to do this. I don't really have the extra change right now. <laughs> like you don't know, like it. that's how that's this that's just how it is. I have no money to buy you a meal. I mean I do, but I'm not gonna buy you a meal and I'm not gonna give you the change. Encourage this kind of behavior. There are resources. Go find them, you know what I mean? It sounds cold, but Statements have been said to me that are just as cold, and and you need to hear them at, th- at times. You know what I mean? You need to hear the reality at times. I'm surprised that it's 11 o'clock. I really didn't do shit this, day, this morning. I guess it's one of the mornings. Sunday is usually like Sundays are usually sort of like, what do we really do on a Sunday? Prepare for the work. I was still a partier, but preparing for tomorrow's extravaganzas. That ain't happening, so. Let me go downtown and check out the fireworks and shit. I just need to make sure that I'm hanging around people who are sober. <laughs> you know? If I can even. And this is, this is, maybe this is another larger. Maybe I should, like, this should be a different rant. I've alluded to this too like sobriety what is that really you know what is sobriety really we have so many substances including food that like I'm looking at like my eating habits in the past four days and I'm like this is exclusively to feel good in a sugary way (laughs) you know what I mean this is this is to feel good by eating a lot of sugar. And and now that I've done it, now that I've like eaten all this sugar, I'm like, fuck, I don't need that anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, what what about what about coffee? Like this coffee thing that I always have to have coffee. You know. That's a substance, but we don't categorize it in the same way. Cigarettes, whatever. Coffee, cigarettes, 
pre-workouts, which are mostly just caffeine anyway. Like anything. So many things that are legal, you know, that can be purchased with ease. We just we just use them as, you know, we use them without thinking. Is this is this a substance that affects quote unquote sobriety? Because we categorize sobriety as being of sound mind, being able to make decisions clearly, acting a certain way, acting a socially acceptable way. But we don't really think about we don't, we don't extend the definition to all different substances. If you're hopped up on coffee, like I mean, <laughs> there's plenty of them people do. If you're hopped up on coffee all the time. Addiction can come in different forms. It doesn't always have to be the needle in the arm or a pen cut in half, jammed up your nose. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyway, that was a total tangent. But I didn't expect it to go that direction. But in any case, thanks for listening. Peace.